0: This is Kenya, and welcome to my magical cottagecore life. So today, I would like to try something different. So pull out your big book of stuff. We're going to go into a completely different route than you might have been expecting. Today, we're going to talk about candle decorating. Now I know that's, that's probably a little unusual for some, but it's a fun craft, it's something you can do at home, it doesn't take a lot of money, and you would probably enjoy it once you got started. So grab yourself a nice cup of tea. I'm personally drinking uh, tea from my friend at Witches Tea Flint, uh, her name is Devana. She makes a wonderful tea. You can find her at Bitch the Pot on TikTok. And let's get started. Now normally I would probably try to teach you how to use decoupage. But you don't have to. I'd like to keep this a little bit easy breezy, loose and chill. So we're going to do things that don't require you to go to the store and brave the soccer mom forest of, of terror. We're not going to make you decoupage today. We're going to give you some simple ideas to personalize candles of different types and different sizes. With things you can easily get your hands on and maybe a couple of things you might want to go to the craft store for but things that will definitely make them yours your personal style and bring a little bit more hominess to your surroundings so the first thing I want to talk to you about is the type of candle you want to start working with and that can be anything from those really beautiful glass encased candles that burn anywhere from four to seven days at the Dollar Tree or at different candle shops. You could do this with that one candle company's candles. that come in the fat jars and they're tall and they have really strong scents and they have a very regionally dialectical name. Starts with the a Y. Um, but they usually have decorations on their jars so you might want to you know, debate on whether you don't want you want to do this, and we're also going to talk about little candles and things you can do with those, like tea lights and votives. And we're going to talk about how to personalize them for you and your space, and how you can make them as gifts for other people because that's great too. So I think the first thing we want to start with is maybe something simple, like a half pillar candle. That's that really fat one that's like three inches across, but it's not super tall. So let's start with that. So beginning with the little half pillar, and we'll talk about the pillar later in this part, When you look at it, the first thing you want to consider is what kind of material is it made from. I know, it's wax, but it could be soy wax, it could be the weird, cheaper wax that they have at the dollar stores, it could be paraffin wax, and it could be actual beeswax. So first you want to see what kind you have. I would recommend that if you're dealing with a candle that is less expensive, that you kind of clean it up a little bit because there may be uh, different matters around it. Sometimes you take those candles out of plastic. So the first thing you wanna do is clean your candle up with a damp cloth and maybe a little bit of vinegar. Wipe your candle down so it's actually clean. Take a look at the instructions on the bottom because that will tell you how long your candle can burn. We're only decorating the candles right now, but before we get to that point, we have to make sure our candle is clean and we understand how to use the candle, because not every candle can be used in the same way. Once you've determined that this candle is safe to use for a long period, and of course, if you're making this for a gift, you're going to include those instructions in a little bag with the candle, now you have to decide what kind of decoration you want to do. You might want to go seasonal, and then you would buy a a color candle according to the season, you may want to go as far as decorating them with certain textures. It really comes down to what your vision is. So for this particular episode, we're going to go with the theme of a country decor. So that's where we're gonna start. So we're going to go with a really rustic look, and I hope this lights a fire in your heart to try it yourself. Yeah, I know, I know, lights a fire, I know, okay, so with this particular candle, I would recommend you look into getting something called raffia or jute. And the jute is more like a really rough string, raffia being more like a crinkly kind of fiber. And this decoration is probably the simplest decoration you can do. That's to wrap the candle a couple of times and put some cinnamon or some a piece of driftwood on one side of it with a little bow or a sprig of herb. And that's it. And that will really look really well. It's not very fancy, but on a shelf, it looks really good. Just remember, if you're burning your candle and it gets down to where it's touching the jute or the raffia i would recommend removing it at that time fire is not a game and you never want to have a fire hazard but for decorations it's absolutely gorgeous another option is to actually have a glass container and wrap the neck of the glass container that the candle has been set inside of with a gingham wrap or a gingham bow it can be red and white It can be blue. If you really want to go all the way out, you can even get a country print with chickens or apples or pictures of a field. As far as a really fancy print, and my cat is super excited and wants attention, and I will pet her because she's probably been messing with the dog. Yes, Miss Fluffy, Fluffy the Destroyer of Worlds, everyone can hear you. Yes, you get all the pets. All right, back to what we were doing, fluffy. Okay, so you can find a really beautiful print of material and cut it into a ribbon and finish the edges. And again, wrap it around the rim on the outside of that glass container or around the neck of it, depending on what kind it is. And it's a really pretty thing. But what if you don't want to do it that way? What if you have a candle plate? I've got you covered. For those people who use candle plates, and I'm one of those people as well, the good thing about the candle plate is you can just set your pillar candle right on top or even your different votives or your tea lights. But if you do a votive, you wanna make sure that it has something that it's sitting inside of, like a votive holder. But the plate makes it attractive because you can actually stack or arrange more than one candle at a time and have them burning, which is really great for dinner parties or for candle vigils, for prayer. It really comes down to what you use it for but it doesn't have to be this plain plate. You can safely, I wanna emphasize that, safely decorate your candle plate. Turning it over onto the bottom, you're going to need some glass stepping stones or the glass little beads that you get at the different kind of craft stores. You want the flattened ones, the ones that are like flat ovals and a few dollar store glitter nail polishes. Using the nail polish, you're going to paint one side of the glass beads. Letting them dry, you're then going to use a clear adhesive and glue them to the bottom of your candle holder, your candle plate. You want to make sure that the colors of the stones that you have painted with the nail polish are visible through that clear glass plate. Then turn it back over and there you have it. You've got a beautiful mosaic style glass bottom decoration to your candle plate. And this way it won't interfere in the burning and actually would probably give more stability as long as you've been careful to make sure they're all flat and that they're all evenly placed. You can do this with other things as well. You can actually use the same kind of glue and paint scheme with the outside of a glass enclosure for your candles. But in this particular case, you would glue them on with the painted side facing outward. It's a really pretty effect, it's not expensive, and then you have a lot more of nail polishes to play with. And you can either use the nail polish to varnish your nails, or you can make other crafts with them. So to not, what not. But that's not the only thing you can do. Let's move on. If you decide you wanted to decorate your tea lights, one of the easiest ways is to decorate the tea light holder. You can use paint markers, magic markers, felt tip markers, and if you're adventurous, you can even cover them in glitter. Just to make sure you don't want to have it in any way where the inside would be coated with any material that could become flammable and cause a fire hazard. By doing things like this, you allow yourselves to per- yourself to personalize the way that your candle scheme looks, and you really must can actually take the time and plan a color story for the season or for your home. We decided to go with a country theme. So something else you can do is take an apple, and this is really fun. You don't want to waste, but if you have an apple that is kind of going a little soft, you can cut the top of the apple off and then hollow it out and make that into a candle holder and put that in the middle of your table for a light lunch or a fun dinner. The candle is not gonna set the apple on fire and it gives a really nice rustic feel. If you have a bag of apples, you could do the same thing. But again, don't waste food. Uh, Just wait and see if you have a little bag that kinda goes bad, but if it's up to you. Now, if you've been picking apples and especially if they're crab apples, you could have a seafood boil and have your crab apple candle holders. I I can see you groaning. I can I can I can see you groaning. It it's okay. It I know. I know it was bad. I know. All right. So, but that's something else you can do. Now, let's talk about driftwood. And this is for my lake people here because I live on the Great Lakes, so you're probably going to identify with this a little bit more. beach you usually will be able to find driftwood or you'll and of course sand but you'll also sometimes be able to find different kinds of seaweed getting a plate again we talked about our candle plate and gluing these kinds of fine found items to the bottom so that they show through from the bottom to the top is one way to bring your beach story to life another thing you can do is bore holes into a piece of driftwood and then carefully gluing in votive holders so that you have a glass insulation between the wood and the candle, you can insert your votive holders inside the holes and then use that as an elegant candle holder. Not quite a candelabra, but it's really pretty. And if you have a seaside kind of theme, it it actually brings everything together, preferably with blues another thing you can do is put stickers on the outside of your candle holders that are in the theme of what you're doing so we said country but again we have a lot of rural land here near beaches and near water because i live in michigan so you can kind of combine the two and again if you're near a beach you can actually take a candle and remember we talked about candle pots when we talked about making our own candles in a previous episode heat up the wax and make a small hole in wet sand on the beach you can put a wick down there and literally pour the wax in and make a sand cast candle you let it you know cool right there and then you pull it out and it's embedded in sand and there's tutorials i'm sure online that will show you how to do this it's a fun craft it takes a little time but it's definitely worth it Also, if you're on the seaside area or in a lakeside area, small seashells can be embedded in the side of your candle. What you want to do is you can either use glue, which in this case I wouldn't recommend first, but you can also use a utility candle. Those are those small white candles. Light it, put a bead of wax all around the candle, one by one, and affix your bead of uh, wax and then put your, your shell right there to use the bead of wax to attach the shell to the outside of your votive same thing with your pillar candles with a tea light candle you really don't want to mess with the inside wax unless you're going to melt it down when you do that it, there's a little bit of work to do When you have tea light candles, one thing you can do is, putting your oven on the lowest possible setting, you can place your tea lights on a, and preferably disposable, cookie sheet, and put them in the oven on the lowest possible setting, and watching them closely, you can melt your candles until they just become a little liquid, just enough to see through. Once they do that, you can sprinkle in just a pinch of lavender flowers, calendula flowers, crushed up marigold pieces, or the tiniest bit of baby's breath. Let it dry, leave it alone, of course, letting it dry. And then you have a decorator candle, but understand you always make sure it's just the smallest pinch and you never leave it unattended. And that's one way you can decorate your candles. And these are a great gift. If you put them in those nylon bags, or those satin bags or even in a gift basket basket of fruit and bread and jam and you have the little bitty decorated candles it's a beautiful gift or a co-worker or you can set the table for yourself as well One thing i love to do is i love to decorate with scrapbooking patterns i will put them in a picture frame and put them on the wall and put pictures in front of them or sometimes the pattern is just so cool it's really this funky boho vibe that you can get from doing that in our example of it being in a country theme we can put a farmland kind of thing or even fairies in the background or if you can find them wooded glen with mushrooms and you can get your clear votive candle holder and you can actually paint it with watercolor paint or use stickers and put mushroom themes around that votive holder and put it in front of the actual picture on the wall but there's something else you can do as far as decorating candles that we haven't talked about and that is studs you know the studs you use to bedazzle jeans, the things you use on jackets, you know, when, when bedazzling was hot back in the 80s when I was wearing acid-washed jeans and the the waist came probably almost up to my armpit. Yeah, back when Aquanet was a food group. Yeah, I lived through that. I lived through that. But um, yeah, we used to have studs and we would bedazzle our clothes with these really cool studs. You can do the same thing with your candles you can also glue rhinestones to the outside of your vote of candles and you can do it directly to the candles themselves or to the pillars themselves and just bling it up I mean you can go hardcore but another thing you can do is if you've been picking mushrooms and remember even though all mushrooms are edible at least once that doesn't mean they're all survivable So please don't eat mushrooms if you don't know how to identify them. But if you have a toadstool circle or you've been gathering mushrooms for an arrangement just for your porch, you can put candles in the middle of those rings of mushrooms. And it is one of the most beautiful visions at night. And if you're lucky enough to have a glass punch bowl, you can actually use floating candles or on the top of an upside down glass, you can set a votive candle in the middle of a glass of a bowl of water and it is a beautiful effect. It casts wonderful shadows in the evening as you're sitting on your porch. Just make sure, remember, never leave a burning candle unattended. Now we agreed we weren't going to talk about making you go to the store to get decoupage and I'm going to keep my word on that. But I will say this, in another episode we will be talking about how to use tissue paper, the kind that you use to wrap gifts in the gift bag, how to use the patterned kind and transfer pictures from that to candles and that will be our decoupage episode but just keep that in mind and last but not least as far as paper because paper is so so flammable you want to be careful but last but not least don't forget that there's absolutely no reason you can't with a four inch radius away from the base of your pillar candle actually make beautiful uh, scenes in a diorama just don't light the candle in the diorama but the candle can be the main per- main area in your diorama and it's a beautiful offset to everything else. It could serve as a tree if you carve it because carving candles is a thing. If you get a golden or brown candle, you can carve it, use a marker to make it look like a broken off tree stump and put little pictures of, or figurines of fairies or elves or whatever you wish and put it in the center. And then when you're ready to actually use your candle, you simply remove it from the diorama and you light it on the table for a nice lunch, especially if you have a Tolkien-inspired afternoon tea. It, it just really makes a hit. Well, I guess, what else is there? What else is there? I guess the only thing else is for us to get ready to say goodbye. And I'm so happy that you had time to spend some time with me. Don't be afraid to use rhinestones and studs. I know it sounds cheesy, but it's really very pretty. And if you have a ribbon, like a really thin satin ribbon or embroidery floss, if you have no intention of actually burning the candle, you can stud your candle with those. You can even stud your candle by using a small toothpick and boring holes in a patterned um, way around your candle and sticking in cloves to make a spice candle and rolling it in cinnamon as long as you warm a little bit, bit of it and it's nice and soft. And then you can take the embroidery floss and make a checkered kind of weave. So there's so much you can do. It really depends on whether you intend on burning the candle or if it's simply decorative It's your imagination, it's your project, it's your world, it's your cottage. And you're my friend, right? We're friends, so we get to talk about fun stuff like this. And trust me, if I didn't trust you, I definitely wouldn't admit to wearing acid-washed jeans and Aquanet being a food group. So until next time, keep those home fires burning. And thank you for joining me on my magical cottagecore life.